0: Yo, what's cook everybody? It's your boy Breeze, and you are now here, tuned in with the What's Cooking podcast, home of the hottest, upcoming entrepreneurs, entertainers, and business people around the world. So today, I have a special guest with us—well, with me, I should say. Uh, his name is Cam, and he's gonna tell you—he's gonna talk a lot to you guys about what why it's so important and significant to get your credit right if you have a business. Mm-hmm. Why it's important to have business funding and a whole lot of other gems. So, Cam, I'm going to let you introduce yourself, and we get started.
1: Yo, I appreciate it, bro. First off, I appreciate for you, you know, bringing me onto a platform. Uh, yeah, so like you said, my full name, Chris Campbell, and I currently help entrepreneurs secure anywhere from 50 to be 150 k in business credit so they can accelerate their growth in their business. I feel like a lot of people, you know, don't really know about business credit or don't even know about credit in general, right? So I feel like it's my purpose, you know, to put people on, especially people who look like us, right? So, um, yeah, super excited. Like I said, and I'm ready to drop some gems. Let's get it.
0: You know, it's crazy, bro. <laughs> Tell me why I call you, Cam, thinking, like, your first name is, like, Cameron. Like, your name is right there. <laughs> yo, man,
1: people say that. Like, yo, bro, you name Cameron? Like, nah, bro. Oh, that's, yo, that's
0: crazy. i me Cam. Yeah, because, I mean, that's the, that's the name, Wealthy Camp. So, speaking of that, how did you come up with that name?
1: Yo, to be honest, I don't even, like, exactly remember, but um, this is probably after, like, 2020. So, uh, I was playing baseball pretty much. like I, I played baseball growing up, right? Um, I played baseball all through college. And um, I was just thirty four, before, right? Um, so I went to a couple of schools. I went to Monroe. Um, actually, okay. I went to Cardozo first. I went to Cardozo. I was in high school. Um, oh, you're from Queens? Over there? Yes, sir. Yes, yeah, Sunnyside Queens, right here. Um, So, yeah, I won a championship at Dozo. I graduated there, then went to Monroe for a couple years. From Monroe, I went to um, Grambling in Louisiana. Uh, she was kind of crazy out there, so I came back up here. This is one school, right? Yes, yeah, sir. Um, I feel like I, I seen that I in, the tor- ba- in the tournament. Mm hmm. And then um, uh, I finished off at New York Tech, which is right here in Long Island. And I graduated in 2020. Of course, crazy, I see it, right? So, um, after that year, you know, I started to invest. I was around people who, you know, was talking about credit. And I'm a big believer that you are who you surround yourself with, right? So, um, you know, we were always talking about credit, this and that. And then once I got, you know, deeper into the credit space, um, I'm big on like generational wealth and creating wealth. So I'm like, yo, listen, I'm gonna change my name to Wealthy Can. Like the baseball phase is kind of over. Um, you know, so let's, you know, move into like this new, you know, financial literacy shit. So, you know, that's how I kind of uh, came with the name Wealthy Cam, And I just ran with it.
0: Yeah. And I like that a lot that you pointed out how much baseball meant to you because a lot of people in business, they tend to be former athletes. And that's why a lot of businesses even look for it to work with athletes because they know they have that drive, you know, they have that competitive mm-hmm. hunger and whatnot to be successful. So, you know, uh most of the time when you see, especially in marketing and sales, you always see they always have like big uh, you know, D one athletes or even just you know, it's any athlete really. But you know, you, you tend to see a lot of D one athletes undergo that route because they have the personality for it, they have the mindset for it, and they really you know, can just do it disagree. So, yeah, know, that's I, fact, I do though. like the fact that you highlight that. Yeah. And if you think so about it
1: too, like it's very similar. Mm-hmm. It's very similar, like, you know, you gotta put your reps in. You have you have that delayed gratification where you know you in the gym for a month too much you might not even see results until that third fourth month right so it's no different than business and business shit don't happen overnight right so you got to put the work in yeah. you, you got to get your reps in no different right than uh being on the field hitting the gym and things like that so i literally just took the same work ethic that i had in baseball and i just transferred it into um entrepreneurship and you know really hit the ground running with that
0: that's a fact so uh the backstory between how, how we even met each other uh, so I remember I was at Tim Trades' event, and he's also from Queens, right? Yeah, that's
1: my guy, Tim Trades. I was talking to him the other day. Man, that's crazy. Yeah, I even
0: know he was from Queens. But uh, from that event, it was a it was a Forex event. And from there, I remember he gave the floor to, to Chris for a couple minutes, and Chris was talking about credit. And Chris gave us a, a couple cheat codes I won't mention on here. <laughs> Just to know they work. <laughs> I got, and the it's crazy, to too, because hmm? –
1: no, I said. Yeah, we you could said drop some gems on here. Yeah, we could drop some. No, of course, of course we would.
0: But I, I leave that to cause I. Yeah, I leave that to you, cause I ain't no financial advisor. I don't need no loans. <laughs> <What about that? laughs> I feel you. <laughs> yeah, yeah, but um, yeah, he, he dropped some gems, and it worked. It's funny too, cause I spread the wealth. I, you know, I put other people on. They all said it worked for them nice. too. So I was like, okay, fire. This guy's nice. So, uh, from there. I remember, I, you know, I followed him. I, I stayed in tune. And then uh, I saw he was on Raph's Corner. Shout out to Raph. Raph, if you're watching this, check your email, please. Because Raph's supposed to be up there. <laughs> he's supposed to schedule with me. Yeah. He was on Raph's show. And what was it? The Entrepreneur Parking Lot. Yeah. yeah shout, out to, shout out to shout the Entrepreneurship Parking Lot. Everybody tune into that if you haven't already. And I was, and I seen that. I was like, oh, I know that guy. And he was like, oh, really? He was like, yeah. I was, I was telling him at an event. And then from there, I remember... I think he tagged you on one of my posts one time. And I think that's kind of how we got acquainted. Yes, if sir. I, if, I, if I'm not correct, if I'm correct. Um, Damn, small ass girl. I feel like that's what it was. I really don't remember. I do remember he tagged me. I just don't remember if that's what got us to where we are right now. But it definitely helped. So now, definitely you, shout out to Rav for, for that. Yeah,
1: for, for sure. For sure. Collaboration over competition. Like, collaboration over competition. I know mean, you know, he's heavy into the business. Um. I, I believe he's into business credit and stuff like that, right? But yeah, you know, he there's is. a lot of people who really- He does. Well, he's he into everything, really.
0: Marketing, okay. uh, everything.
1: Got you, got you. Yeah, you know, there's a the lot of people building. who need the information. There's a lot of people who need the information. So, and I can't help everybody, right? So mm-hmm. that's why it's my purpose. One of my purposes is to put people on games so, you know, they can put their people on. Very similar to what you did, like literally what you did, right? I don't know the people you put on, but, you know, the information I gave you, you pass it on. And you execute it, which is the biggest thing, right? I mean, you can have all this information, but if you don't execute and actually implement the info,
0: then it's pointless. Yeah, sure. So I feel like I still have those videos too from that event. I <laughs> like yeah, I that's fine. Oh, I got to look for it. I, I ain't gonna lie. Last of la sauce was in those vi- were in those videos. <laughs> <laughs> A thousand percent. If you guys yeah. want me,
1: definitely send them over. I'll be I'll be super appreciative of that.
0: Yeah, if I find out, I definitely got you. It was like Snapchat clips though, so it's like every ten seconds type of thing. <laughs> <laughs> got you, got you. Nice yeah. bro? Yeah, so uh, let's backtrack a little bit. So you said something that I found really interesting because it's something that I highlight all the time, right? Mm-hmm. So you said after um, after college with your baseball career, you said uh, I had to I had to give this up because I knew it wasn't like you know like I, I was showing just live off of it basically, right? You said something along those lines. Mm-hmm. Yep. And I feel like I feel like especially like, you know, not not to not to even like shade anybody, but I feel like I have a lot of friends who are in those positions where it's like they never were able to let go of like their high school, their college clout and whatnot. Like I have friends who play sports overseas, shout out to them. They're doing their thing. But it's like there's other guys who it's like when they had nothing else to do afterwards, it's like they're kind of still stuck in that mode. Right? They mm-hmm. still stuck on you know, basketball or or football or whatever, but it's like, you know, your career is, like, over, literally. Like, it's not even me trying to clown anybody. It's just, like, they finished up their careers. Maybe you graduate, got your degree, you know, not playing overseas or nothing. So it's like, now what are you doing? And I tend to, like, have these talks with my friends who, you know, I really try to put them in position, but they're just, again, they stuck in that mindset of you know, I gotta, you know, I, I gotta find my way somehow. They see a couple stories of people that (laughs) <laughs> played in, like, you know, overseas for, like, five years, and they finally get a shot at the NBA, they think they're about to be the same person. And, of course, you know, I respect the ground, I respect the effort, but it's, like, realistically, there's so many other ways to get to it out there, and it's, like, I feel like those guys just, if they put that same, like, drive and, and hustle and, you know, mm-hmm. like, hunger into something like this, they could be doing amazing things, you know? So, uh, it's, it's, it's one thing that I'll, my viewers will probably hear from me because they don't heard it before, but it's another to hear from someone else, especially somebody, you know, played at a high level to, to say, hey, you know, this is like one thing shouldn't be your own, like your whole life. Like there's so many different things to see in life, you know, so many things to do in life,
1: you know, than to percent. just throw
0: yourself into one thing.
1: Yeah, but, you know, like to speak on that, bro. Um, And to be honest, I think I'm very different than a lot of people in that situation because, bro, very similar to you. I have a lot of friends that is still playing You know in these men's leagues and trying to go overseas and still grinding day in and day out um, you know driving all across the country just to try to make it and i don't i don't um you know all the power to them i wish them the best of luck but you have to almost i don't want to see be be realistic but you do have to be realistic right and my and my main goal was to make sure that i'm able to provide the life for my mom that she deserves right so and at the time baseball was that vehicle after 2020 Mm -hmm. yeah i i wanted to play overseas like you know many people do um but i started to realize of course covid played a huge part in it but then i'm like yo like if i do decide to play again i play overseas i'm not gonna play all year round the pay isn't great right and i'm not really trying to bust my ass all day every day just to make you know minimum wage pretty much right so um Mm -hmm. i had to kind of you know, looking myself in the mirror and like, yo, listen, it's it's time to kind of move on. And I wasn't even mad at it. Like, I didn't, um, you know, have the best career towards like the, like my last two years because I had some injuries and stuff like that. But um, I mean, I went to the College World Series, so I had my fun. I got a ring mm-hmm. and things like that. So um, I'm super grateful for you know where baseball took me. But it was time to move on right so um and i'm super grateful that i did and i'm not stuck in that mindset where it's like yo listen i gotta make it and i do feel that perspective though because you have to think about it yo, you devote your whole life to this and then out of nowhere it's over you feel me so i do feel that perspective but at the end of the day you have to realize like yo listen like that was just one chapter of my life or four or five chapters okay this next chapter is wealthy cam right so i'm putting the baseball behind me and i'm moving on to the finance and it was better for me because i'm in the credit space so i have more impact on people yeah baseball can impact a few people around me but I'm actually helping people fix their credit get credit cards you know I uh, started to start their businesses using the bank's money I mean there's no there's nothing better than that so I'm like yo listen I'm in I uh, you know find my lane and I pretty much ran with it
0: mm-hmm. wait so run that back well where'd you get your degree in
1: I'm gonna be honest bro like I'm I'm one of those people like I was an athlete student as, especially mm-hmm. towards the end of my career. Like I was an athlete student. I was only focused on getting drafted. S- school came really easy to me.
2: Mm-hmm.
1: I was actually in entrepreneurship um, like in 2018 with Tim. Yo, crazy, yo. So I'm gonna actually give you a, like, a, like a backstory to that. So while I was still playing, I was hurt. I had shoulder surgery, right? So I couldn't really play. Um, and I had linked up with Tim. And he's the one that really like opened the floodgates to me to like this entrepreneurship stuff where you can kind of work for yourself and i didn't have the money to invest in forex so i took out my first couple credit cards and used the credit cards to invest right so i didn't even know that i was doing what i'm doing now um back then right just leveraging Mm -hmm. credit to kind of um you know start a business and um you know put some money into what i was doing so you know fast forward um like i kind of checked out of school because I'm like yo I'm not learning nothing that I don't know um I'm around people who's making more than my teachers so you know I you know can really care less about school but to answer your question um I believe my my i have a bachelor's in like um sciences and and a focus in business
0: management because a lot of a lot of times too, I tend to see uh it's always the people that's not, like in business that's doing these things like there's people that'll say Sachs. you know how to I had, I had i had a what you call it I had a degree in, in biology, I was in med school, I was in law school, and I decided to just, you know, go this route instead. So I, I, I'm always curious to hear everybody's story about how it is coming up, you know, especially uh, jumping into a venture like this, like what really got people to branch out into that, you know?
1: Yeah. Um, and to be honest, like, I've always had the mindset that I was, I was, I was going to be my own boss. I mean, even playing mm-hmm. baseball, like, it's fun, you know, to get paid millions and, you know, to be playing a game. So I've always been mentally unemployable. Like you know, mentally at a job, like I just don't feel right here. Like I got a clock in I can't really do what I want to do. Um, you know, I got I got people telling me that I can't I can't call out because you don't have enough people and I'm sick of shit, right? So it's like I wanted to have a lot more control over my days. And also too like it's really hard to spend, you know, time with the people you love or do what you love when you know you're working on nine to five. Not knocking nine to five. But, you know, I'm the type of person that wants to have as much freedom as possible, you know? So, and I think entrepreneurship and being a business owner is really the only way that you can really do that um, and have that type of freedom. So, you know, that's why I kind of leaned into business.
0: Yeah, I feel that. Yeah, for me, it was just, I'm going to be real, So, I was just a numbers guy. And I wasn't into, (laughs) I mean, that's crazy. As much as I love math, I wasn't here for all of the trigonometry. I mean, I did get through trigonometry, but, you know, all that stuff that, Sine, cosine, chant, like, doing all those things. Cal- oh, calculus, that's what it was. That was in here for all I got
1: PTSD like I- from, from calculus.
0: <laughs> no, nah, bro, because uh, what happened was in college, I aced the math exam, the placement exam. They put me in advanced math with, like, a bunch of seniors and juniors and mm-hmm. people that needed for their major. First it was a bunch of STEM majors. I'm here studying. I was a business admin first. I was a so I was a business admin at the time. I don't know, like, I'm just a freshman. I don't really know what I would do in my life. I just know this is the route I want to go down. And I'll figure it out by my sophomore junior year. But um, I'm sitting in that class. I'm like, no, nah, this is not for me. And then I switched to business uh, calc, which was technically what I was supposed to take. Like, if I if I didn't pass the thing. So I just basically mm-hmm. took the regular calc mm-hmm. and whatnot. And I aced through that. And it's ironic, too, because my teacher was the husband of the teacher that was teaching the science calc. So it was, like, it was awkward just seeing them walk past by each other uh, on campus because it's, like, I waved to my teacher, but it's, like, the other teacher, she just, you know, gave me a little look, like, mm-hmm. whatever. But, um yeah, so that's kind of, like, how I got into it all. So uh going back to credit, though, you said you first leveraged uh, credit cards to get into Forex. Was that when – were you a part of IML, if you don't mind me asking? Yep. Yeah, sir okay yeah and, so so you know, was that I, so was that so i, know I mean of, of course people, you know that's how we both know tim
1: yeah a lot of people talk down on iml um i'm super grateful bro and i tell tim i give tim his flowers all the time um but i'm super grateful that i had a mentor like him in iml because of course i mean
2: he,
0: yeah i was in trade right? house so i didn't get people, that experience yeah that luxury a lot
1: of people who were recruiters <laughs> and bro like tim like he yep, seen my work i so we bro team. we would chill but we would chill a lot. So I was, you know, learning from him, um, you know, watching him trade live and stuff like that, right? So that's kind of yeah, how. Yeah, he's definitely I he's definitely one of the he's GOATs. Beast. Different. Hell he's different. yeah. He's one of one. He's one of one. Um, yo, shout out to Tim. But, yeah, so I leveraged my credit. And it's crazy, bro, uh, because the first time I joined IML was with, bro, crazy ass story. So long story short, there was um, a couple of girls on a basketball. I. One was on the basketball team, one was on the baseball team, uh, they were a couple, right, at Monroe. Um, and I was flipping sneakers and stuff like that. So I've always kind of been an entrepreneur, right? Just buying and selling sneakers. Uh-huh. They, you know, had a little sneaker thing going on, whatever. I caught like five kicks from them. It turned out that they they didn't say they were fake, but they were factory lays. But at the end of the day, you could say they were fake, right? Because I wanted um
0: to take them to Flight cup
1: They was like, nah, you can't really do that, whatever. So I'm like, yo, listen. I just want to get my money back this and that whatever this was going on for maybe like six months to a year just going back and forth like yo listen i just want my bread so i was like always complaining about money one of the girls you know she was like yo why don't you just join this forex shit?" i'm like yo whatever i'll just join the forex thing i don't to get my money back this down the third and i was studying every night asking her a mad question that she couldn't answer because she was a recruiter so My boy Mm -hmm. put me on to Tim, like, yo, Tim, like, yo, he trades, he's looking for people to trade. I hit Tim and he's like, yo, bro, like, you can't sign up with me because you're with her. I'm like, yo, listen, I can't do this shit right now. And I sign up. So before that, when I was telling her, listen, I don't have any money to sign up. So she's like, yo, take out a Discover card, right? So I took out a student card. I got approved for maybe like a thousand, but I didn't take, um, didn't take Discover cards. So she's like, yo, what other bank you got? I'm like, Chase. I took out a chase card and then used my chase card zero percent apr to start the forex thing and then i invested with tim and from there it was history this is like 2018 <laughs> like summer of 2018 right so you know from being scammed from sneakers ended up being a blessing long term because i ended up connecting with tim and then you know from there it was history but that's why i started my credit journey like i had no credit cards at the time so without even realizing it i got into the credit game and leveraged credit to investing you know myself and the business um exactly how i teach people now right so it kind of comes back full circle so you know it's super dope i haven't told that in a minute too yeah
0: that's very that's a that's a very beautiful story because uh, even i had a friend uh shout out my boy gianni he was actually part of tim's group too and i remember he was oh gianni that's not
1: man familiar
0: yeah he was he was there way back but uh he 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 introduced me to the idea where he was telling me he used the credit card to pay, like to fund his account instead mm-hmm. of like blowing paychecks and stuff like that. Cause you know we're all we're all new to the game and whatnot. It's like it's <laughs> like a like winter time, twenty nineteen. Like you know we're new to this stuff. We don't know anything. Like I'm, and that's the thing. Mm-hmm. I was in Trey House, so you know I I definitely didn't learn anything. So you know we're just here trying to experiment out, figure it out on our own. And we're just blowing money fast, like like BMF, like Rick Rose. Like, <laughs> <BMS. laughs> for real. But, um, uh-huh. Larry but we blow money fast with this, and it's like, he was like, yo, why don't we just use a credit card, bro? Because it's like, at the end of the day, you're going to pay it back, anyways. Mm-hmm. It's like, you're going to get your cash back on it, too. So I'm just like, yeah, it's not a bad idea. But I didn't have, like, that's the thing. I didn't have a credit card yet, and I didn't know much about credit. So it's like, he did it, I didn't do it. And I was just like, eh, it is what it is, you know? Like at least I have one now, so I could if I wanted to do that, I could do that. But you know, we funded on these sides, FCMO gang. <laughs> um, let's get it, yes, sir. But uh, going to going back to like you know the story with when it comes to investing. So it's one thing that you know you are using your credit card to uh pay for something, but it's another thing that's using it for something that's going to give you a return. And I feel mm-hmm. like, uh, like that's really the the main theme of what everybody that's on Instagram and social media that speak about credit cards tends to say, like, you know, you're you're getting your cash back, and on top of it, too, depending on the situation you're in, the opportunity you're in, you're giving yourself an opportunity to, you know, make that money back plus more. And you're not that's even true. using your own money, you're using the bank's money, like you said earlier.
1: OPM, that's, that's my favorite type of money to use, other people's money.
0: <laughs> I like that one. I was, I was wondering what that meant. I like that. I'm going to start using that one, too. Yes, yeah, yes So sir. OPM yeah so explain to us like the process of how how to get into it because from my understanding, I feel like like the the credit game in terms of like credit repair and credit specialists and whatnot I feel like it's it, it's like it's it's done through like companies or like cause it kind of like reminds me of like life insurance and financial advisors like those type of uh companies like where they have mm-hmm. like agents is that the same thing that you do um
1: n- nah so I actually have like a virtual assistant like out the Philippines who... Okay. To- you know, pretty much runs my whole credit repair company. Of course, I started out myself doing it, but it was oh, a so
0: headache, Oh, so this, is, this like, is your thing, like, by yourself? Yeah. Yeah, Okay, yeah. Mm-hmm. that's what's up.
1: Um, And, you know, doing it myself was a headache, bro. Like, I didn't really love credit repair. It was just cool to do because the people around me was doing it, but, like, sending the letters, writing the letters, you know, typing the letters, sending them out and stuff like that, then having to update clients. Like, it was a hectic, it was super hectic. So, I actually bought a business with my platinum card, Um. Shout out to Derek Harper. He was one of my mentors. He ended up launching something called a business in a box, you know, which pretty much came with like the name. It came with the website. Pretty much came with everything, and it came with my virtual assistant, right? Which is a, a super blessing to me because you know he's able to buy back my time. I mean, he works nine to five, five days a week, so that's forty hours, and he gets paid five dollars an hour, right? Now it sounds low, but in the Philippines, he's making decent money, right? So. Um, mm-hmm. I was able to leverage my credit, you know, to get into that, hire an assistant and you know, he pretty much runs my business now. Um and then as far as like funding and stuff, it really started just doing it myself. Like I was showing my receipts. If you go on my Instagram, uh cam underscore, you'll see that one of my highlights is my journey. And like you'll see like I was applying for cards, I was getting approved for maybe federal twenty five K, American Express, you know, multiple cards and stuff like that. So, um, and the biggest lesson I learned uh, that I got was from my mentor, Him500. Uh, so Him500, I invested into his mentorship in November of 2020. And, you know, like in eight months, I hit six figures in credit. And of course I was popping my shit like, yeah, I got six figures in credit, but he, but- You say, wait, gonna you're gonna saying get...
0: six figures like in your earnings or six figures like credit funding?
1: Nah, credit funding, credit funding. Okay. Yeah, right. So, you know, that's a huge milestone. Um, mm-hmm. you know, no, it definitely is. Yeah. So um and I was popping my shit. I was, you know, hyped about it. But then hit five hundred. he kind of gave me a reality check. He was like, Yo, you're only no no, he said, um, how many people have you helped hit a hundred K? I'm like, None. He's like, Okay, that's the issue. Like, you're only as successful as the people you help become successful. So now you should try to show you should try to show people exactly what you did because you got the blueprint now, right? You're you're your best testimony. So you have the blueprint, but now now the blueprint is shorter for other people because now you're learning from my mistakes right so now instead of it taking six months to get 100k i'm able to get somebody 100k in less than 100 days now you know what i'm saying as mm-hmm. long as they have good personal credit so um yeah that's pretty much how i got into it you know just do it in myself and then um i had a bunch of people asking how i got it yo how you did this how you did that yo can you mention me can you coach me uh, so i started doing one-on-ones and now i'm really focused on building a community of entrepreneurs who have you know 50 to 150k in credit and then a long-term vision of that is to turn that you know into like a low-key venture capital type thing where we just you know pull together our money and start buying real estate buying businesses and stuff like
0: that really turn up okay so my question that i wanted to ask your process of how you got to do it was there any uh, special licensing or anything you had to get to do all that so for credit repair yeah
1: so but like just yeah rep- just with
0: everything as a whole
1: um now nah. so for credit repair you don't need a license i mean you can get board certified it's not like official like you don't need to um but you know there's some like board certification i do recommend you go through that just because you learn a lot of the laws but um i studied the laws like the fair credit reporting act um fdcpa truth and lending like I i went down a rabbit hole and then of course i had receipts from other people who i was doing you know for basically free so once I was able to do that then I was able to help other people. The only thing you really need is something called a surety bond. Oh, uh, what bond? It's just like surety. It's called surety. S U R E T Y. Okay. It's called a surety bond. And um you need that for like insurance on your business, right? So just in case, you know, somebody tries to sue you or something like that. Mm-hmm. You know, for credit repair cuz um and I think you've posted about it. Um, but you know, credit repair unfortunately, like forex is deemed as like a very <laughs> scam. I was, industry. I was gonna get
0: into that. I was gonna get into yeah. that. I was just to that for later. Yeah. <laughs> yeah,
1: bro. I mean, bro, we can get into that right now. Like, and it's man funny, bro. And um,
0: you know, just a quick sign
1: up, but your yo, your post is man funny, bro, especially on Facebook. I will be rolling. <laughs> i be I'll be rolling, bro. you be fine, people That's right, that's right. Bro, bro speaking your mind and stuff like that. But going back to the point, um, unfortunately, bro, like I'm in an industry where there's a lot of scammers. Um, and unfortunately scammers who look like us, right? Because you're dealing with a lot of people's information and you're also dealing with people who are very desperate to fix their situation. So it's very easy to kind of prey on people and things like that. So that's why like I take a lot of pride in one being compliant and two making sure that my customers get results, right? Cuz at the end of the day, the more results you get, you know, more testimonies, you know, the more business. So that's kind
0: of how I view things. But, you know, it's just super unfortunate. But, yeah, we could definitely talk about it, bro. Yeah, so one thing I like about Stare, you get to change the topic. So even if there's people like, well, oh, I can't really see the audience. But if even if the people come back and watch it, they'll show, like, oh, that's if, it's kind of like YouTube with the segments. That's fine.
2: That's fine. So I don't know
0: if you can see I changed the topic right it's now. So, <laughs> yeah, like, like you could change the, the, the topic so people know. Even the people that's just, like, wandering through the app, mm-hmm. they'll see, like, you know, the topics or not. So yeah, we could get into it. So the reason I said that is because I don't I, like that's the thing you said they're scammers. I didn't even know you could really be a scammer in this industry. But the reason I said what I said was because I feel like the urge that so many people have to do it, it kind of gave like the same urges that I felt like with with the with the trade house marketers. Like mm-hmm. so many people just fiending for you to 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 get funded, and it's like what well, like what exactly do you want me to get funded for? You know, like, how does it benefit you? Obviously, I understand it's a service, right? And I was thinking about this on my way home today. I was thinking, I was like, well, credit repair is a service. Somebody's fixing it for, like, well, not fitting. Well, yeah, fixing it for you, or mm-hmm. I guess you say helping it because something helping you because some things you have to do yourself, right? They can't legally sign things in your name. You've got to do that. Mm-hmm. So, so I'm going to say it's a service where people are helping you, right? And the thing is, you know, especially being from New York, you know, if somebody want to do something so bad you always feel suspicious about it i don't yeah, really feel sus. suspicious of, yeah i don't really feel suspicious about it because at the end of the day it's a business you're doing a service you know you, you want like you want customers you want clients so, so of course me as a customer I, i'm gonna give you that business right so uh, that's why i don't see it like in a suspicious way but mm-hmm. a lot of people tend to you know look at the credit repair group the same way they looked at the forex group where they're looking at you know oh that person and thinking there's some sort of mlm behind it and it's funny too because i could say the same for life insurance i could say the same with some financial advising companies they Mm -hmm. move like that and even now travel i see travel agencies becoming a a trend again now and like even those (laughs) industries just like you know i get it there's some some you know multi-level marketing to it where it comes off like you know they just want people they want to recruit people or whatnot or they got to make a certain amount of sales but at the end of the day, you gotta sell regardless. It don't matter what you do, even if you even if you work at a Footlocker, like you gotta sell shoes, right? So it's Flex. like it makes it no no different from the guy that's trying to sell you life insurance for a commission. The guy that's trying to you know fix your credit because you know you, you're gonna pay him to do it, right? Like it's it's no big deal. So I don't look at it in a suspicious way. I just see it in a way where I feel like again because of how the the the, the rapid growth, so everybody wants to do it, and the way they approach people it gives me a lot of the iml vibes that i had when i was in IML. Thousand back percent. In mm-hmm. yeah so it, and let me It's no offense to any other people that.
1: out there i definitely mm-hmm. want to touch on that right because you said a lot of dope things um and things that i want to speak on so first i definitely like from the outside looking in one because i'm in the space i see why people view it as that because you got a lot of people who are super thirsty like yo bro fix your credit and then they're almost talking to you as if the Forbes people are talking to you like oh you want to be broke your whole life you want to work a nine to five I ain't gonna lie I ain't see that
0: that point yet if somebody that would be hilarious though I ain't gonna lie it's
1: it's the same (laughs) like oh you spend money on designer but don't want to fix your credit or you spend money on Beyonce tickets but can't pay for credit repair and you know that's that's kind of been going on a lot um and then on top of that too like you have a lot of people so like to speak on the scamming thing you have a lot of people who will will take money from somebody and not fix their credit or only get like a few things removed. And that person is still, you know, kind of in a messed up situation. So that's kind of why I feel like it gets that rep. Um, and also too, you have a lot of people who just think that credit repair is easy, but it's not easy. It's not just sending letters. Like you have to actually understand how to read their report, you know, be able to help their situation. If somebody has, um, a bunch of negatives on their account, and needs to add and build their report, then you have to be able to walk them through that. Like it's deeper than just credit repair. You get what I'm saying? So, um, and I feel like a lot of people are misleading when it comes to speaking on credit repair too. So yeah, but there's a lot of, you know, reasons why I can see people, you know, speak up, uh, speak about it as it being a scam. Uh, but credit repair is legal. Now, Now, what a lot of people say it's a scam too, is because some credit repair companies make it seem like you can't do it yourself. Right. And that's the first thing I tell people, listen, if you want, you can do it yourself. Like you have all the rights to do it yourself and that's your right. But some people, one, have more money than time. Some people just don't have the time to fix their credit. Listen, I don't want to sit down and sit letters. I'd rather pay somebody and pay for convenience. Right. So that's mm-hmm. one. Two, um, you may have heard this before, but, but credit repair, like doing your taxes. Yeah, you can do your taxes yourself, but sometimes it may be better just to hire somebody who's more experienced who understands the laws and things like that. You feel me? So that's kind of how I approach it. And then like to take it a step further, um, like the way that I sell is I don't sell a service. I sell a solution to a problem. Listen, if you're mm. trying to get funding and you're trying to start a business and you're like, damn, like, I really don't wanna use my own cash or really don't have the cash. And you got bad credit, listen, you got a problem. Like you you got bad credit, that's the problem. And the bridge you know, to, to um, get you from where you are now to your, your, your solution and your goals, which is to get funding to start a business and create passive income is credit repair. So if you need my services, cool. If not, okay, cool, then just keep your problem. But I'm not forcing nobody to sign up to credit repair if they don't want to, right? So that's kind of how I approach the thing. Listen, I don't sell a service. I sell a solution to a problem.
0: Amen to that. Because that's always what they say to a business, right? How do you, how do you uh, start a successful business? You solve a problem. And it reminds mm-hmm. me of, you ever heard of Black Smoke? Black Smoke, that's how man... Oh, yeah, yo. He, he did like a million in a day or something like
1: that, right? That's yeah, the dude? yeah, the hookah that's guy, fire yeah. Fire. yeah.
0: Yeah, yeah, that's yeah, Yeah, so that's what he said on Earn Your Leisure. He was saying, the reason my business is so successful is because I found a solution to a problem. And problem. I felt that when he said that, because I was just like, people tend to forget what they're trying to do. Like, people just want to start businesses just for the 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 sake of it, just because they want to make money, just because it's it cool, just because cool. everyone else is doing it, right? Even the same with credit repairs, mad people that's doing credit repair just because, you know, it sounds interesting, just because, mm-hmm. you know, they can make money or whatever, but they don't know what they're getting themselves into. And, you know, I feel like when people move like that, they tend to fail easily and then self-accountability seems to be the word of 2023. They can't be <laughs> self-accountable to see that you know they're the ones that that are failing the business the business the business isn't failing them mm-hmm. right they just haven't Amen. been facts. able to solve that problem
1: facts facts and you know the bigger problems you solve the more money you get paid for so um yeah but it's all about solving problems you know you find mm. a group that and and that's another thing too people like try to force people to join credit repair like i'm only focused on the groups that have serious problems like serious problems like mm. somebody who really knows that they have a fire real estate deal but they can't get funded for it right so okay now yo let's fix your credit real quick let's show you how to get some funding you know what i'm saying but that was a serious problem right there not somebody who just wants a 700 just because it looks cool on their phone i
0: mean i, I i'm blessed i actually no, I'll, I'll get into it later but i'm blessed to say i have a 740 i'll speak about it later but let get it i'm Five. blessed to say i have a 740 I ain't gonna lie, out of seven fifty, you dropped down a little bit, but I bought it back up. <laughs> I Bought it back up, so we we here. But um, one thing I was gonna say too is the reason I asked about licensing. Uh, another point is because again, you have an influx of people doing. It's kind of like with trading too, right? You have an influx of people getting into to investing, and they're giving mm-hmm. out financial advice, which is illegal, of course. Facts, exactly. right? Now, the thing is, especially in the minority community, a lot of us young guys that are doing, young girls as well, that's doing these businesses, we don't know better because we're just doing it for the sake of, again, it looks cool, we want money, whatever, but we don't understand the legalities behind it. Like I even have like a couple of trader friends, they wanted to be on this podcast for a while and I told them I had to hold off on it because I have to review myself just to see if I could even have people talk about trading on a podcast, right? And even with um any financial professionals, I don't just add people in here. Like I had a realist, my friend, he's a real estate agent. Like he told a whole story about how he even got his license. Right? Mm-hmm. It wasn't just oh I sell houses. It's this is what it took to sell houses. Right? The same with uh, just any industry. Even just now, I had a, a doctor. Shout out to Doctor Black. I had to go to med school to become a doctor. I didn't just learn how to become a doctor on YouTube. Like you know, <laughs> it's those type of it's those type of stories that you really gotta hear before you could understand what the industry that you're trying to get into is about and also um, just w- what it takes really, because some people, you know, they, they might say they want to do this, but you know, certain things turn them off about getting into it. And that's why they t- end up changing their mind. So with credit, I had to ask that because again, I see a lot of people just jumping into it willy nilly. They don't understand that they might put themselves in the wrong situation. Mm-hmm. And, you know, they 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 might do something that's illegal in the finance world, you know. End up the IRS at their door, you know the 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 police at the door with the IRS, you know. Talk about, you know, you you hear posting content and lying on your taxes, or you hear posting content, you saying things you're not legally supposed to be saying. Mm-hmm. So it's just it's just something we want to educate you guys all on, or you know the whole audience on, I should say, um, yeah, for, because for, we we don't want y'all going around spreading the wrong info.
1: Nah, for sure. Um, But yeah, to speak on that, yeah, so you don't need your license, but I highly recommend, um, you know, somebody at least be able to show receipts and do at least, at least five to 10 people for free, right? Do five to 10 people, do your friends, do your family, do your mom, your cousin, your sister, right? Um, Just to kind of learn how to do it. But even before that, like, get a mentor. Like, I dropped five figures on mentorship, right? So I learned, I, I went through everything. And I, I learned from people who already have receipts. So all I did was just follow their blueprint. Right. So, mm-hmm. um, and then once I felt a lot more confident and like, okay, listen, I can get results for people. Okay. Then I started charging and I got a money back guarantee. Right. So, mm-hmm. if you don't see results in four months, but you get all your money back. And four still months. Four for you.
0: You're and generous. Still
1: credit for you. <laughs> yeah. You know, because most because people
0: say something that, like, well, 90 days is three months, but still, most people say 90 days, 30 days, you're giving them 120.
1: Yeah, and that's, you know, that's, that's, um you know, just how much confidence that I have in my services, because at the end of the day, like, just to understand the credit repair stuff, like, it's not an overnight process, right? And results don't come overnight. And I understand that. And I voice that to my clients. Like, listen, this isn't, you know, something that's going to happen in 30 days, which is also another huge problem in the credit repair space. You got people saying, yeah, listen, we'll wipe your whole file, and we'll do a credit sweep, and you'll be good in 30 days. It don't work like that. It takes the bureaus Thirty to forty-five days to even respond to one of your letters. So how are you wiping somebody's report in thirty days, right? Yeah, math, not mathing right now. So mm-hmm. that's why there's a lot of scams, you know, or like, uh, uh, um, people saying that credit repair is a scam and stuff like that. But going back to your point, yeah. So you don't really need a license, but I definitely highly recommend you know you study and you actually have a mentor who can show receipts and is actually doing right by their people.
0: Of course, of course. That's what, we, that's what we always try to preach here, too. We don't like the core sellers, right? Which actually leads into something I did want to point out, too. I thought about that earlier and I completely forgot until now, right?
2: You so when it comes it. to
0: credit repair, right? So, and that's another reason why I asked uh, with the licensing, right? Mm-hmm. So I tend to see a lot of people just throw it out there oh, get funded, get funded, come get 100K in funding with me. Mm-hmm. And it's like 100K in funding, and then what do I do with that? So the reason exactly. I, I say that, the reason I say that is because it's like, I feel like with a lot of these credit specialists and whatnot, I feel like one thing they could do is, I, I guess, add an additional service. You know, if you use your credit to start an Airbnb business, you know, you can mm-hmm. sell a course, teach yo, people bro, how to. I
1: love, I love that you said that, bro, because that's the reason why I kind of put a stop to my mentorship um i did ha- so one of my mentors that i had recently um marcus roger he's super dope uh, shout out to marcus y roger i dropped five figures on his mentorship and um and you know he kind of showed me how to put a course together you know for my funding and i still didn't feel like it was as beneficial to the people who i wanted to you know really help so i kind of took a step back from it and my thing now that he teaches is okay once you get them the result and then what, like you have to have an, and then what process. So, okay, they get 50 to K in funding and then what? Okay. Now, that's a lot because, of money
0: to just waste. You <laughs> feel
1: me? And especially you, you don't want, you don't want and a lot to, to pay get back. 50 to 150 K exactly. When they don't have a plan to pay it back, they have no idea what to do with that money. And they've never had that type of money before, which a lot of people haven't. So you have to have some type of plan in place. So my thing is, I'm about to partner with my boy Jordan Santiago. He's killing it in the wholesale real estate space. But we're about to do like credit to cash flow, you know, credit to real estate, where okay, once you get funding, now I'm gonna have like three opportunities for you to invest. If you want wholesale, okay, here it is. If you want to learn how to fix this flip okay, here it is. If you just want to invest and be like an investor and not really have to do much, okay, you can do that too with Jordan, but you have the options, so it's not like we're just leaving you hanging. It's and then when okay, you got the 50 to 150k. And then you could drop it into real estate, start creating cash flow at 0% APR, use the money that you make for the investment to pay off the credit cards, and now you're no money out of pocket, but now you have an asset, right? And a lot of people aren't teaching that. A lot of people are just saying, hey, yo, yo, yo come get this bag. Like, all right, once you get the bag, you know, my job is done. Nah, it don't work like that.
0: Pretty much. That's pretty much how I hear, how I hear it and how I see it. Yeah, and it's mm-hmm. crazy because it's like you kind of did answer a couple of the questions I was got. So one thing I was gonna ask was, uh, like, even like you don't even have to get too personal, but just like even if you want to speak on like other things you've seen other people do. But what are some things that you know the audience probably would like to know that you could really get yourself into when it comes to utilizing your credit to fund a business? I'm pretty sure the answer is sky's the limit, but. Yeah, if you wanted to be specific, and
1: no, yeah, that's too big. Know. Now we gonna get right into it. Yeah, for sure. Um, <laughs> so so to be honest, if you're just a regular business owner, not regular business owner, but if you have a business, um, that you're already operating, you should know your numbers, right? Um, if you don't know the numbers, you can't grow the numbers, right? So at least see what's coming in, what's going out, and seeing okay, what am I doing that's allowing me to make a profit? So is that ads? Are, are you running ads to get in front of new people? If you're spending a thousand dollar on ads and you make three thousand, okay, that's a two thousand dollar profit. Now, if you have a credit card, now you can up the ad spend. So now if you're spending five thousand, now you're making you know ten or fifteen thousand, you know, from the ad. So now you have a little more buying power so you can get your product or service in front of the people who really need it. Now, uh oh, to give them some game on that. If you use the American Express business gold card that gives you 4 points per every dollar that you spend on ads. So I, just think is about it. you I
0: posted I seen somebody post about that. Mm-hmm. I think that was mm-hmm.
1: you. So bro so bro just think about that. If I'm spending a 1000 on ads, I'm getting 4000 on points, right? Cuz one um 4 points per dollar. Mm-hmm. So I'm getting 4000 points on the front end and on the back end, I'm also making money because I'm making a profit on the ads, right? So mm-hmm. and it don't matter what business you run, if you run ads, you can do this, right? So that's for somebody who may, you know, just have like, you know, their own business, not for somebody who wants to invest, but doesn't really know what they want to invest in, you can get some funding. But while you're getting the funding, look into a mentor, right? Do your research, hop on YouTube University. If you want to get into Airbnb, I got a girlfriend, um, Orlando Miller, he's multiple seven figure earner, you can invest in his mentorship, right? With the funding. I believe his mentorship is like 5k but he can show you how to get an airbnb in 90 days a cash flow on airbnb in 90 days right so i think the main thing that i'm trying to say is use the credit to either invest in mentorship that can show you how to properly run your business or look at the business that you're already in and see okay what am i doing that's growing my business money-wise right so if i'm putting a thousand here i'm getting three thousand here okay let's dump some more credit into this avenue so i could 10x my business make sense
0: mm-hmm. yeah and like you said earlier make sure they have the receipts because everybody wants to sell a course and show you a car and be like yeah i'm getting to it and the car's are mm-hmm. rental no uh-huh.
1: <laughs> and and which 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 like i i understand lifestyle marketing um mm-hmm. i don't i don't knock people for it but um you have to be able to give them a transformation right you have to be able to get them a result so it's cute to have the cars and lifestyle whatever that's cool but um that's not really my thing right i mean it's i mean i fuck with cars and stuff like that like i want a yearish you know i want an i8 and stuff like that but my thing is listen i want to give you the transformation to get you the funding to grow your business Like that's my main purpose and then if you want to get the cars on the side you know for um whether it's networking or building relationships, okay, that's cool, but that's not my purpose. So you don't, you'll, you, you won't see me, uh, see me flash exotics and stuff like that. I don't really drive exotics. I don't really rent them out and stuff like that. And, and if I do, I'm just having fun. Like that's just my life. You know what I'm saying? But I'm not gonna tell you, yeah, get funding so you can do this. You, you will probably never see me do that.
0: Yeah. So as I'm changing the topic right now, right? So I don't know if you got a chance to see my previous episode that I had on the credit while uh, featuring one of my good friends, Links. Yeah, uh, he's a credit specialist. This was from season one. It was like the last episode, of season one, and he okay. kind of gave the basics, the runarounds, and you know the dos and don'ts when it comes to credit. Are there any dos and don'ts that you have in mind that you want to share with the audience?
1: Oh man, I got a laundry list. Um, uh, one thing, <laughs> um, don't don't let credit cards pick you. I feel like that's one of the biggest, biggest problems right now. Um, a lot of people are getting these pre-approvals in the mail, or they're letting Credit Karma um, tell them what they're pre-approved for, and, you know, start applying for these BS cards, you know, the Credit Ones, the First Premieres, the Michelin banks, and things like that. And then you find out later that these are, you know, super trash cards. So I would never let credit card pick me i would pick a credit card based on your situation if you travel a lot okay focus on the travel cards you got the platinum um you got the capital one venture x right stuff like that so yeah one you know don't let a credit card pick you um what else of some don'ts as well Um, i would say just understand your credit right understand the breakdown of your credit report especially when it comes to your minimum due date and your statement date a lot of people get that confused And it kind of hurts them when it comes to, you know, applying for credit. So, um, you know, that for sure. Now, if you want to talk about dues, I would definitely, um, I wouldn't apply for, you know, too much credit at once, especially if you don't need it or you don't have a purpose for it. A lot of people just want to get a lot of credit just because it sounds cool. Yeah, I I got 40K, I got 50K. But you definitely want to have a plan for it, right? So definitely, you know, plan out uh, before you get some credit. Don't let credit cards pick you. And you definitely want to make sure that um, you know you're keeping uh, utilization low, and you understand your minimum due date and statement date.
0: Yeah. So going back to what I mentioned earlier, so I said I have a seven forty. So one of the things I saw, seen on my report, is I had a credit card for nine years. Now Ooh, I didn't know nice. where. The, I didn't know I had a credit card for nine years, or else I would have been used it. But I realized it's a card that my parents made for me to build my credit. And I feel like that's oh. a generational wealth hack that a lot oh, of people tend you to bring you? up. That, you about oh, you yeah, you? that too. Well, um, no. So when I look back at it, I do remember they did give me a card in high school for emergencies when I went to Europe. One time I went on a school trip to Europe. We went to a bunch of countries for like a week. And um, they gave me a credit card for emergencies. And I didn't use it. And they let me hold on to it just in case, you know, because I went to high school in Manhattan. I went to Xavier High School. So, oh, um,
1: okay, yeah, yeah. Um, so, I was in McClancy my freshman year. I went to McClancy oh, for
0: my real? freshman year. Yeah. Oh, uh, that's wild. Yeah, we used to play uh, all the time.
1: Nah, huh? But, yeah.
0: But, hmm?
1: No, I so said I used to play on the ball team my freshman year at McClancy. For so. real? Yeah, we definitely played Xavier multiple times.
0: I'm trying to remember. That was a while ago. Well, that, well actually, yeah, I didn't even ask you. So, where are you? Where are you well, how old are you, I should ask. I'm uh, twenty sixth. I turn twenty seven next month. Oh shit, nah, we the same year. That's crazy. Yeah, well sir. my birthday's not really but... 2014. Yeah, me too. That's crazy. <laughs> so, we, so we crossed paths multiple times and even <laughs> know it. Yeah, facts. That's how facts. that's that's how that's life why. works, man. That's but why. yeah, um going back to what I was saying though, so I had this this credit card and whatnot, and I'm just, you know, moving around with the card and whatnot. Like it, it would be in my pocket and whatnot but it's just i never used it because i was so used to using a debit card because as a teenager mm-hmm. i didn't know better so now it's like i'm looking at my credit report now and i'm seeing i'm like wait why well, do i have a credit history in nine years and that ding to me like in my head like oh yeah that card and it's like that card ended up boosting my credit because for all i know our parents probably put in things on those accounts and paying them off and boosting my credit and whatnot
1: yeah shout out to your parents for that man it's unfortunate I, we don't really have a lot me. of that um, you know, we don't really pass down like, you know, one of my like favorite sayings, um, I did a mental health event uh like maybe like a few months ago and it was on my first time speaking at it and I said, yo, listen, we pass down we passed down trauma more than we passed down good credit. And that gotta change. Right? Like I feel like black people, we pass down a lot of trauma, a lot of bad habits more than we pass down credit. And you know, it just comes from lack of education and not really understanding how the credit game works.
0: Yeah, that's true, because another thing, too, is just, like, uh, not even just with credit, but just even just with uh anything at all. Like, there's a, a lot of situations where it's, like, parents will have a house and stuff like that, or they'll have, like, you know, just any type of asset. And it's, like, they, re- like, I mean, that's more sort of people have relationships with their family, but, you know, it, there's situations where it's, like, a parent will legit sell the house before they pass it down to their kid. Yeah, that's you true. You know, not, not understanding the value that that kid could bring to the house decades mm-hmm. from now. When the house, that. you know, appreciates in, in value and whatnot.
1: Exactly, you can refi. You can take the cash out of the crib. You know, invest in the asset. I mean, there's a lot of stuff you can do with that.
0: Yeah, and that's another thing too. It's just not just about um the fact of, you know, building generational wealth, but just like just educating on generational wealth. Even if you're like not like for the parents out here that's you know tuned in. Even if you don't have it for your kid, at least tell them what they should have, like they should do going forward, so they could, you know, mm-hmm. have it at that when they're your age and whatnot. So, yeah, I feel like a lot of people have that source, right? right? The information, and knowledge, like you said earlier, they don't execute with it, right? Yeah, but the information is out there,
1: right? I mean, we're in this, we're in, bro, we're in the best time to be alive right now. I mean, you can literally. Um, ask Siri, right? Oh, what's this or what's that or how do I start this? And she'll pull up mad stuff for you. Hop on YouTube and just get lost on YouTube University. I mean, you know the information is out there. It's just the fact that people don't execute on it.
0: Yeah, and then on top of it too, what do they do? Like I said earlier, self accountability. They blame everybody but themselves.
1: Victim mentality. Victim mentality, (laughs) And, and and I think we're all guilty of it at some point. It's just some people learn how to get out of it much sooner than others. I was fortunate enough that I got out of that, right? Like, I'm fully accountable for everything that happens in my life, whether I can control it or not. And when you operate like that, it just makes life a lot easier, at least from my perspective.
0: <laughs> so, you know, you want know it's one of my favorite songs? but Story of OJ by Jay-Z. <laughs> still, because I'm that's what bad. people I'm are. OJ. They're still. They're still. They do a lot of the same things, as especially the same things that aren't helping them, and then they complain. Like, mm-hmm. like Jay-Z said, that's being still. Like, And it's like that stuck with me because it's like, yo, I see people do this type of stuff every day, all this nonsense every day, and they wonder why they're so complacent with what they're doing, you know, because they just have that still mindset, as I like to call it.
1: And you know where that really comes from, too, their environment. Like, Yeah, I was going to say. You may yeah, hear I'll me. Uh, you may hear me say it a lot but like your environment is going to be the biggest factor to who you are and your growth right so like even even like the credit stuff bro i only got into credit because i was around somebody who was non-stop talking about it because he had mm-hmm. a credit repair business and he just happened to sit me down he got me a couple credit cards one was an american express card for 10k and i used that card to invest in mentorship right mm-hmm. and then even even deeper than that right so when i invested in him five hundred um, bro, it was 5,000. I've never dropped 5,000 for a mentorship before, and to most people, that would sound crazy. Bro, you dropping 5,000 on a course for 30 days like
0: you're tripping. You know, <laughs>
1: did, he have a, but, did he have
0: a Lambo or a McLaren?
1: Um, uh, he had the McLaren at the time, <laughs> <laughs> he, had the, <laughs> he had the McLaren at the time. But yo,
2: what was funny <laughs> about
1: that was I didn't even see the McLaren first, I saw him on a podcast on Social Proof. I don't know mm-hmm. if you follow Social Proof with David shans fire podcast. I gotta um, check it out, but I've seen him on a podcast, and I was already looking for the information. So I'm like, "Yo, listen, let me just tap in with him." And bro, peep this. I had homies who were dropping ten or fifteen, twenty k on mentorship. So when I ran and buy them, I'm like, "Yo, bro, you think I should invest in this?" He's like, "Yo, bro, five k. Yo, pull the trigger. What are you doing? You tripping? Like I would have been bought that, right? So, like your environment is a big, a big, big, um, big." determination on you know who you're gonna be in and like how you operate
0: okay so on the topic of um you know environments and parenting and stuff like that so i'm chris campbell years from now i got a kid. well i don't know if you have kids now but no, I, kids, no kids yeah me neither. Know. I'm, I'm team i'm team f them kids but <laughs> <laughs> no nah, i love
1: kids it's not right now man i got no no nah, nah, facts, facts
0: facts too much
2: freedom <laughs> but um
0: yeah a couple years from now i'm chris campbell i have kids how do i prepare them for the credit game or how do i make sure they're in the right spot
1: Ooh, good question um off rip, i'm gonna add them my credit cards as authorized users um i know i'm pretty sure damn i just had a list the other day too but there's some banks that don't even have age requirements so you can literally add somebody at one years old and once they graduate at 18 they'll have all this history right so that's new content uh, for you to make (laughs) you you feel me so i'm gonna turn them up um but i would turn the kids up and then to be honest i would just lead by example right i feel Mm -hmm. like um one thing i'm noticing is that like kids really they don't follow what you say they follow what you do right so um i would bring them to the office with me right um you know give them books to read or i'd read myself and just drop a book in their hand right even if it's like a little kid's book just get them acclimated to reading so once we start reading you know i know you brought up the it's that board that shit um uh, oh <laughs> on, on, on facebook but but <laughs> yeah. as funny as that was like that book changed my perspective on money right so you know, True though, I, i'll give them the themselves.
0: i'll give the book credit it's just too many people kind of you know over some people they not even read the book they just yeah. you know flash it and be like yeah i'm an entrepreneur like all oh yeah like
1: it don't work like that. It don't work it like don't. that. But um, yes. Yeah, but you know, to go back to your question, um, I would definitely end. I would probably like once they hit twelve, I'll put them on the business. You know, mm-hmm. give them little tasks to do. Show them the value of you know working, for, uh, you know working for money. Like hey, hey listen, you got to put some work in in order if you want to return. And then showing them how to save money. You know, um, you know, showing them how to invest. Hey, listen, if you spend all your money today, then you then. You don't get paid on Saturday. You asked out, you know, type thing. So um, I think that's pretty much how I would kind of teach my kids about the credit stuff. Um, I mean, by the time I have kids, I probably won't be involved heavily in credit, especially credit repair. I'll probably be more on just like passive income, investing, and just really really letting my money work for me because nobody works better than, than um, Ben Frank. Nobody works, works better and harder than Ben Frank. So,
0: mm-hmm. so I have a work. question. Yeah, so I have a personal question for myself now. For so, sure. at the time of recording this episode, I'm planning on getting another car. Now, okay. I Now, my previous car was paid in cash, so I didn't really need, you know, credit or anything like that. I just mm-hmm. bought it. Right? Now, I'm actually thinking about actually going in and and financing or leasing whatever. I'm not a car guy, so, you know, if I sound I know a car guys about to go crazy at me in the comments, <laughs> <right for this laughs> i don't know the terminology (laughs) i don't know what's a good car what's not a good car but me going into the process forget about the car right just me going into the process of getting the car and you know the things i need to know about my credit and stuff like that what would you advise me personally
1: um so first thing i would i would make sure um i would actually build a relationship with a credit union so you already have navy federal credit unions are going to give the best rates on car loans the best rates in general but they're going to get the best rates on car loans right so i would definitely like you could literally um apply for a car loan through navy federal and they'll give you the check how do i know because i did it before right Mm -hmm. they'll give you the check for the car so now you're not walking into the dealership um and having them run your credit from the north to the south from the east to the west because i'll give you a real life example i have a client two weeks ago he went to cadillac not only did they run his credit 21 times 10 of the inquiries that he got on his credit was for a card that was already sold peep that uh, bro. the car was already sold wait and say that again of his what of his hard inquiry so you get a hard inquiry anytime you apply for credit oh right right. right for the people yeah, who we'll don't do. know that right for the people who watch it who don't know right so you get a hard inquiry it doesn't affect your you know your credit report too much it may just drop by anywhere from two to ten points but when banks see you have five six seven plus inquiries that tells them that you've applied for credit a lot and you're thirsty you never want to look thirsty for money, right? So so to go back to what you were saying, I mean to um your point is first you want to make sure that you have a relationship with a credit union or you go through a um a pre-approval. I know capital one will pre-approve you up to seventy-five thousand. I believe it's called the Capital One Navigator, right? So go to Capital One and you'll type yeah, in you know what one. you're looking for. Yeah, type in what you're looking for and see if they'll pre-approve you. And you could literally take that pre-approval to the bank. I mean, um, to the dealership, and now you're in the driver's seat because now you got the money, right? So they can't um, jerk you around or try to apply, uh, for you know, mad different banks just to see who's gonna approve you, right? So that's kind of the biggest thing that I would say when it comes to you know getting a car, and then of course, um, I would get something that's you know not too crazy, especially if you know you're not <laughs> a big car person. Like, um, I mean it's really your preference, but you know, cars are rates and stuff like that are. are are pretty crazy. Like right abilities. Now. Yeah, are pretty crazy right now, right? Um, I actually have a couple car plugs. Uh, one of my boys, I always go through him for my cars, um, and you know he really blesses it. You know when it comes to my, um, you know my situation, what I'm looking for, and things like that. So I always try to find you know one person who I trust that can kind of guide me through the process.
0: Oh, I'm gonna definitely have to come back to you when I'm ready to do that. Oh yeah, so, him, um, you
1: know, I'm. I'm always willing to share resources. I, I got no problem doing that.
0: Yeah, for sure. I appreciate that. So does that also affect insurance as well?
1: Um, what do you mean?
0: Like, like does credit? your credit if if affect your car insurance and all that?
1: Oh, a thousand percent. Yo, yo, I and I didn't know that up up until last year because I had somebody who actually signed up for credit repair and he's like, Yo, I got denied because of my credit. Um, I believe I want to say it's either core logic or LexisNexis. They are um, secondary uh, credit reporting agencies. So, you know, I don't want to get too deep into it, but the big three are you have um, Equifax, Experian, and you got TransUnion. Those are the main three that Mm -hmm. a lot of people talk about. There's hundreds out there. Now, you have secondary ones that also hold information. LexisNexis, and I believe it's CoreLogic, hold information on, on, on car insurance and stuff like that, right? So, um, like state farming progressive will run that just to see if you've had bad history with car insurance or things like that, right? So, you know, your credit pretty much affects your whole life. You wanna get a car, you wanna get a crib, you wanna apply for a certain jobs, they're gonna win your credit, right? So just in general, just make sure you know you have good credit, you know, seven hundred plus and a strong credit report.
0: Okay. So one thing Lynx mentioned in his episode with me uh last what was it? Was in December. No, you gotta send that to I, me re- me. I released yeah. it in December. I released it in December. I think I, I recorded in August. But one yeah. thing he said is he keeps a different credit card for each type of expense that he uses. How do you uh, feel about that? So,
1: no, nah, that's dope. That's dope. And I, I used to do that a lot. Now, I mean, I got 16 credit cards. So it's whatever. Um, yes. I just swipe. Yeah, I just swipe, you know, whatever I need. Of course, if it's business, I swipe for business. If I'm running ads, I use, you know, my gold card. So it really just what what what's going to give me the best points. Um, Mm -hmm. and then if I, you know, so I have an American express business cash preferred card, bro. That card gives me 6% on grocery shopping. Groceries are expensive right now. So of course, when I do do my grocery shopping, I'm going to swipe that card and get 6% back. That same card also gives me 3% on gas. So I'm going to use those Mm -hmm. cards for grocery and gas. And then, you know, for ads, I use my business gold. So it's really based on your spending habits, um, but that's a super super dope idea, you know, to make sure you use cards for just you know specific things based on the rewards that you get from that from that specific card.
0: Yeah, and it's funny too, cause my barber he's heavy into credit. Shout out to Shane, like he's always talking to like like I mean he he doesn't like do credit, but it's like anytime we have like these conversations. In he's always, like, mentioning credit and whatnot. And, that, That's right. and it's like, at that time, I was so, like, ignorant to it. I'm just like, yo, bro, you always talk about credit, bro. Like, why it the guy? I'm like, you know, I'm a kid. I don't know better. But now it's like, you know, I I always tell you, know, I, I appreciate you for always mentioning stuff like that because it makes me think about it, right? Mm-hmm. And the planting reason seeds. I brought him up is because... I uh, say that again? He was planting seeds. He was planting seeds. Yeah, he definitely was. He definitely was. And uh, the reason I, um, I mentioned him is because... Uh, He even with the podcast, so he was saying like, you know, you should really like, um, I guess you could say structure things out to where it's like you might focus on a certain industry for like, let's say you're releasing like, you know, for a week, right? Each day for a week, you've got like six episodes on credit or seven, five, however many episodes on credit. Mm-hmm. It's like you put the emphasis on credit. So he told me that I thought about it myself. But the thing is, I, I haven't really came across too many uh, let me rephrase that. I've not came across too many, um, reliable credit specialists. again, you know, I get a lot of the I... the feelings of some people. Just like you said, they just help you get funded and you go your your separate way, right? Mm-hmm. But um, I haven't really had too many people like that to actually uh do something like that of having like a credit week, a credit month, whatever. But at the same time, it's like when I come across people from the same industry, I'm gonna pick their brain compared to what the last person said. So. You know, don't don't mind me bringing up things from my other episode. I i don't know if you've nah, seen it nah. or not. I don't, nah, I don't I know if the audience on, has seen it. Yeah, I don't know if the audience has seen it or not. So, you know, I'm sure they probably could go back and, you know, watch some of, some of those um clips from that episode as well. But, you know, uh, just seeing, like, similarities and differences in the industries, like whether it's, you know, credit, music. Um, I'm trying to think of other industries. I, I've tapped through it a lot, but I like to see that with the guests. So, you know, that's kind of where my question has been stemming from. So, no, I like that. I like that a lot. Yeah, and, and I feel like that was a paragraph too. of an intro, but uh, <laughs> it's,
1: it's, it's dope too because, um, you know, like everybody has different perspectives on certain things, and I'm always a student, right? So, if you send me some, like you send me, uh, what was his name? I don't want to, I don't want to forget his name.
0: Oh, uh, links, links, uh, yeah,
1: links, right? So, if you send me his episode, like I want to watch it to see, okay, if there's something he's doing or he may have dropped a gem that I didn't even know. I'm always, yeah, my I'm, always the willing, same. I'm always willing to learn, right? So he could drop something that I don't know. I may drop something that he doesn't know. Shit, we may even collab on like a, um, a Credit Gems Live where we're just going back and forth, gem for gem, you know, dropping game on live and just educating the people. Like, I'm all for it, right? So, mm-hmm. um, you know, going back to the point, it's like, yeah, there's a lot of people who really don't really know their stuff, but like, I, I that live this, right? They're just um, getting off of
0: Google. <laughs> yeah,
1: yeah, you feel me? And And... and a lot of people also like repackage other people's stuff so they hear something uh-huh. that sounds cool that sounds cool and you know they put their own spin to it but it's 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 theory like they can't give you no step-by-step process i got step-by-step process for damn near everything i do and if you can't teach that then you shouldn't be
0: teaching simple as that i like Stay that like
1: that. Mm-hmm. Yeah. like that you gotta have a step-by-step process you can't just tell somebody yeah um we'll get some funding okay how are you supposed to get the how you supposed to get some funding my three step process the three s's structure set up and secure the bag first you want to structure your personal credit i'll show you how to do that then you have to set up your business properly right business bank account address email phone number um form on one listing all that good stuff build build a relationship with the banks and then of course the last s is secure the bag where you start applying for credit you know do something called credit stacking applying for multiple credit cards at the same time and get some funding. All right? But it's a process. It's a process that I've actually learned and ran through myself.
0: Yeah. So um I'm actually gonna go back to my point with links in a second. But you actually brought me onto a tangent with a story. It's story time uh, for the audience out there. Let's get it. So it's it's actually a short, pretty funny story. But uh mm-hmm. basically right, so it's about a girl. So audience, I know yeah 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 like to hear this messy stuff. <laughs> but um yeah, basically it was this girl that you know, I was I wasn't really like really, really doing nothing shit, you know, just talking, texting, flying mm-hmm. around, whatever. So I'm the type of guy it's like listen, I'm not I'm not a type of person where it's like, you know, I expect like loyalty out of you if you know, I just met you yesterday. Mm-hmm. But it's like if you publicly like, you know, posting, admitting that you like dating around with other men and stuff like that, I'm I'm good off you. Like no hard feelings. I'm I'm Facts. just good off you. For me, I'm right. sure. So, you know, this girl, you know, whatever, uh, her close friend, she's posting, Oh, you know, this guy's such a sweetheart. He, he fixed my credit. Like, he's amazing. This, that, and the third. she talking about all this, like, all this great stuff that he's doing for her. So I'm just like, Oh, he fixed credit. He's like, So what did he do for you? <laughs> the girl had no i
2: <laughs> yeah.
0: I'm just like, You see, like, I'm sure he probably was, like, you know, one of them Google gurus, right? He went on Wikipedia. Found some stuff that sounds smart. He put on, you know, a nice shirt and tie. Got in front of a camera, made a couple of reels, and Why like you, you said, something? you know, it just—it's just—it's just Siri. It's just, it's just like they just repeating so whatever. But cute. I mean, hey, yeah, you got you got some free box out of it, so I mean, it can't happen. You still, baby, bro. No, this man. podcast is rated PG. No, nah, I'm joking. No, <laughs> it's just like. It's just, like, you know, it's people that really just, like, it's really an image thing. And that's something, like, we really highlighted from the beginning of this podcast. Like, some people could really fake it till they make it just off of image. yeah. Or not I mean, even fake I'm... it till they make it, but the image adds value to what they have. Because it's people that really got it. And it's, like, people sleep on them because they don't have that image.
1: And it's it's the un, unfortunate reality um, with, you know, people who look like us. Like, they need to see the shiny objects and stuff just to listen to you. Like, mm-hmm. bro, you can go back to 2020, um, like the end of 2020 when I was dropping the videos, Bro, I was pulling out the whiteboard. I was breaking stuff down. Bro, people don't want to see that. They want to see the Lambos, you jumping out of uh, uh, cars and Euricid and stuff like cash. that. Cash. Just you throwing yeah. cash in the air, really. Yeah, you feel what I'm saying? That's <laughs> not me because that's not the people I'm trying to attract. I'm trying to attract the people who actually want to learn this stuff. And then if the if the cars and the flights and stuff like that is a byproduct, cool. But that's not the end goal. Mm-hmm
0: so going back to what link said right so i wanted to point this out so he said he tries not to make uh big purchases because they're tied to feelings how do you feel about that
1: he tries not to make big purchases because they're you said tied to feelings
0: tied to feelings yeah and that and I, we made a reel out of that and it actually went like pretty viral. it did good in numbers like it went pretty viral
1: mm-hmm. um i mean it really depends um it depends like what the big purchase is for um you know if you're making a big purchase and uh you're just getting a whip um you know just a flex then that's an issue but like i'm the type of person you know it's all perspective so you can have somebody who gets a urus to flex and and you'll have somebody like me my mindset to getting a urus is i want to be able to connect with other people who got lambo's. why because they're probably doing big things have businesses or in other industries so we could potentially be business partners so a year for me is an expensive business card, right? If I want, I can rent it out, I can start connecting with people and stuff like that. I mean, you know, stuff like that just opens the door to a lot of opportunities. So I think that's all perspective. Um, but if you're somebody that's super attached to um uh, damn what they call it, um material items, then you probably shouldn't be making big purchases until you know you're able to kind of disconnect yourself from the material stuff
0: yeah yeah. i mean that's really what it is because some people would just say like you know well you know i don't have to pay but i feel like that's where a lot of people go wrong especially like you know everybody like you know traveling is the trend now not everybody wants to travel and whatnot so people just kind of you know just say oh, i'll put it on my credit card and i'll just pay it back and now they end up getting stuck in situations where you know they three, weeks from, now, three <laughs> weeks from now three weeks well, from now oh no not even that it's just well i mean yeah but it's like, you know, when they come back from their trip a week later, they're complaining. They're about to have to do, you know, slave work to get back, you know, on their feet. They're borrowing money from their friends. You know, two, three weeks from now, they're still complaining how they hate their job all of a sudden because they they feel like they're outworked, they're burnt out. And then three months from now, they still can't get over that, you know, one $2,000 worth of debt that they just put themselves in because they wanted to flex for Instagram so bad. And mm-hmm you know, get those shoes and that bathing suit to, you know, look, or to look good on, on a yacht that they rented out, you know, for an hour or so. And, you know, for me, it's just, I'm not into all that stuff. I mean, like, I, I get a little flashy here and there, but I'm not into being flashy if it's going to hurt myself, you know, hurt my pockets, mm-hmm. hurt my mental, hurt me in any way. Like, you know, I feel like, yeah, enjoy a little luxury here and there because, you know, we work for it, but if that ain't your lifestyle like on an everyday basis don't put your credit at harm for it exactly and even
1: if you want that to be your lifestyle like yo set the foundation first use your credit to get you an asset something that's going to give you cash flow and then use that to pay for your fund right so now you're you're letting your clients pay for your fund your your cars and things like that right but if you're just getting it to flex and then you're gonna have to come back and work for it and you know feel like you got a slave for the money to pay it off and put yourself in a bad position, then you shouldn't have probably made that purchase anyway in the first place.
0: Yeah, so I am sure you done, well, I know for a fact you done gave people thousands and thousands of gems, like on a daily basis, like just through many, I've seen you on different platforms. I've seen you, not just different platforms, even public speaking, you know, at events. Mm-hmm. So do you have a new, do you have an unreleased new credit gem for us that you'd like to share? Ooh, man, some unreleased stuff. Um, <laughs> man, man, I got a
1: lot. Um, I put out a lot of stuff. I don't know if I have any unreleased stuff because you know, whether I dropped it from my mentorship, or, you know, dropped it um, on IG. But one thing I definitely like to use is something called Bank Branch Locator. It's a website, Bank Branch Locator. And okay. it's literally how you can find um, any bank in your area, right? So you go to Bank Branch Locator, um mm-hmm. and it's like it's just a map of the fifty states. So if you're in New York, you know you hit New York, and you can literally find every bank that's in New York, right? So start. Like yeah, it doesn't matter
0: what what uh what company.
1: Yeah, so it's gonna be the main banks, right? So you may not find credit unions on there. Uh, there's another site, um, for credit unions. It's called mapping dot dot gov, right? So that's how you could find any credit union in the U. S. So mapping
0: dot n c u a, you said.
1: Yeah hmm Okay. Um, yeah, dot gov, right? So bank branch locators for the main bank, and then you have mapping.ncua.gov dot gov for the credit unions, right? So literally like that's how you can create your own um funding sequence. So for instance, um there may be um we're in New York, so we don't have a truist, but you could be in Florida. Truist is a big bank in Florida and they give out the bag and you can get like three, four credit cards with one inquiry, right? So you can hit Truist and get three credit cards one inquiry and also get a line of credit from them. You know what I'm saying? So you hit Truist, mm-hmm. you could hit Chase, you could hit KeyBank, and you hit those banks for 20, 25K each, that's 75K right there, 0% APR. And you can get busy with that.
0: Okay, that's good to know right there. Unreleased gems. Mm-hmm. Yeah, so actually one thing that came to mind before we wrap up that I wanted to ask about are the letters. So I often see people post a lot about letters, like, you need this letter for this, and this letter for that, and reco- was it recollection, and this, like, what what are all these letters? And on top of it, too, so are these letters, like, accept- Like do you have to be a credit sponsor to get access to these letters, or are these, like, nah, some letters you, you could get on the IRS website or something? Like
1: So I, I'll give you a gem, too. You can go right to the CFPB website it's the uh, CFPB is the consumer uh financial protection bureau and those are like mm. the big homies in the credit space right so they're uh, so they're the ones who govern the credit reporting agencies and on their website you can literally like dispute anything on your report straight from that website and they also have letter templates for you to use and they walk you through them right so you can do the cfpb i know some people will sell their letters and stuff like that um but pretty much the letters basically come from the fair credit reporting act or the fair um, FDCPA fair debt collection practices act and simply put those are just laws that protect us from like uh, stuff that's on a report right so you know you have um, collection companies that will be blowing up your phone all time all all times of the day that's not legal and there's laws that I believe it's the fair um, FDCPA uh, which one is that i think it's, it's 1692 c uh 15 us 1692 c uh what are the communications part of that right where they can't be harassing you you're harassing me if you're calling me eight in the morning 12 p.m 4 p.m 8 p.m or you're harassing me right so you know there's laws that kind of protect you against that but to answer your question um i mean you don't have to be a specialist to get access to the letters you have them all over it. you can say we just google it
0: yeah, and I mean, I'm glad you admit it because some people over here talk about some. You got to pay this much for that. Let- now I don't know their prices, but I hear people nah. talking about they got pay. You got pay them for the letter and stuff. Nah. I'm like, nah. Are you sure I can't just find this on my own? <laughs>
1: you don't gotta do that. Yo, listen, you know for kind of like Forex.
0: Oh. Can I? You sure I can't go on Trading View like? <laughs>
1: <laughs> like, I really need to pay you this two fifty a month for trading you, not. Yo, listen, for anybody who who's watching the podcast, I want to show Mad Love. So if you wanna. You know, get some letters. I probably got a package of like maybe, like 15, 20 letters. I'll just, I'll just, um, just, uh, send them over to you. Hit me on Instagram. Oh, we're doing Instagram, specials Instagram. now. I got you, buddy. Uh, Audience, we're Instagram. doing
0: specials. Listen, on, first the Malik on. Dupree discount code came out. I don't know if y'all used it. It's still accessible to this day. So if you, you ain't, if it. you wanna go get yeah. some drip, go get that. Now you're getting letters on top of it to fix your credit. Come on, who else? Only on What's Cooking NYC, do you guys on. get blessed like this.
1: You feel me? Only feel on What's
0: Cooking NYC, man.
1: You feel me? Yeah. So hit me, hit me. Um, you know, hit my Instagram, wealthycam underscore. You know, shoot me DM. Hey, listen, I was on the What's Cooking podcast. Um, do you mind sharing the letters? I'll just tell you to drop your email, and I'll send them over to you.
2: you know know what
0: else like you you know when people mm -hmm. say dm me like a certain word to get started or whatever yeah it's a key word Uh uh-huh like yeah dm him wcp you will know
1: (laughs) that's our secret code podcast yes uh, sir so yeah yo hit me in the dm um you know i'm more than welcome to give out free game i'm actually about to drop a free group chat too you know help entrepreneurs build their credit i probably dropped some ebooks in there too um I probably do like a call a month in there, you know, just to get people the game, bro. Cause this shit, bro. I mean, credit changed my life, and I'm fortunate enough that I had a lot of people in my corner that, you know, blessed me with the game. So, um, you know, just my purpose to kind of return the favor, especially to the people who want to execute.
0: Yes, sir. So, Chris, it was definitely a pleasure to have you up here on the podcast. Wealthy Cam underscore Instagram once again mm-hmm. for everybody. That one Tap good. in. Tap yes, in. sir. Yes, sir. So this this uh, podcast will be available to watch again. Well, on this app, of course, but you can also see it on Google Podcasts, Podvine, Apple Podcasts, Spotify. And I think I think my distribute my my RSS is is Anchor. So I know they well Spotify. They changed to Spotify. I think Spotify bought them, but they tend to like just put your stuff everywhere. So for all I know, I probably have a, a web a website I never heard of with my podcast. <laughs> You know, those are the main ones there. So, you know, if, if you want to check it out, share it with a loved one, you know, share it with somebody that you know that needs help with their credit. You know, just you want to share it in general because you're so happy you've got these gems and you're able to apply them to your life. You know, by all means, go ahead and share, you know, give a like. Drop some comments if you have your own credit gems. If you're a credit specialist yourself, you'll know, drop some gems. Go ahead and do that. Um, also, too, if you are just you have questions, feel free to drop questions as well. And not just questions here, but also in Cam's DM. So mm-hmm. I mean Chris DM. So you know, um, we appreciate you all for all the love and support that you know you all give us all the time. You know, spam Chris. I almost said Cam again. Spam Chris for as many comments you know. Show as much love as you can. Do business with him. And Chris, anything you want to say before we head up about it? Uh,
1: yeah. Hey, listen. Execute on the information. Um, you know, like I said, I'm, I'm a open book. I drop a lot of, you know, gems on Instagram and stuff like that. Um, I also go live a lot, you know, for so jumping on the lives, ask questions, you know, things like that. But, um, you know, the main thing I want to leave it with is, you know, bad credit is expensive, right? Having bad credit is, is super expensive. So I don't care whether you come to me, you have a homie, you want to do it yourself, just, to just fix your credit, you know, make sure you build your credit because your, your, um, credit report is what I call your financial resume, right? You want to get a car, you want to get a crib, you want to get Whatever it is, they're most likely going to run your credit, right? So, make sure you take care of your credit, you mind your business, and you drink your water.
0: Yes, sir, because that score will open up
1: doors. hmm That you never thought you can go through.
0: Yes. So, Chris, again, thank you for pulling up to the show. Thank you for showing support. Thank mm-hmm. you thank for, for having me. taking the time out of your day, man. Thank you Unfortunately, unfortunately, unfortunately yeah, yeah uh, of course, we appreciate it. Unfortunately, the, the the rest of the team couldn't be here, so it's just me tonight, but, Holding you know, it down. definitely. Yes, sir. Drop in the comments if you want to see a part two for sure. But, you know, definitely would love to have you again for part two and uh, anytime, sometime in the summer when we get back in the studio and whatnot. So, yeah, if you're with it, we're here. Just say the word, bro. I'm there.
1: <laughs> say the word. I'll pull up on you.
0: Yeah, I got you. I got you. So, yeah, everybody, you know, I know this people has been coming in and out. I don't know if there's people still around, but you know, if you if you like what you saw, you haven't checked us out, go to YouTube, subscribe to our channel, go to all those streaming platforms I mentioned before, go subscribe to those. And you know, go to Instagram and follow Chris and us as well. What's cooking underscore nyc. You know we from New York, so we took the G out of cooking. <laughs> and yeah, just like that, we wish y'all all a good night. Tune in to the next episode, drops this Sunday on YouTube. And we're out. Let's get it. Stay blessed. i see y'all.
1: I hope you enjoyed another episode of What's Hicking NYC. You can't find us in any air fryer and you can't cook us because we're available on all streaming platforms. Like, comment,
0: subscribe. <laughs>